Brian Mudd. Download your iHeartRadio app and turn up News Radio 610 WIOD. Yeah, it is 1036 on this Friday. Welcome back. It was a week ago today, along with over 140 other laws that went into force in Florida, that Florida's Office of Election Crimes and Security became a reality in our state. And earlier this week, Governor DeSantis made the appointment for the director to run that new state agency. And when I saw the name Peter Antonacci, I could not have been happier. Having monitored, investigated, detailed the misfeasance that took place specifically in the 2018 elections in Broward and Palm Beach County, and then having seen the subsequent effort by Pete as he was appointed by then-Governor Rick Scott to fix the election situation in Broward and the remarkable job he did and how quickly he did it. Don't know of anybody else in our state who has as much credibility on election integrity as Peter Antonacci. So, Pete, congratulations, and thank you for doing this job. Thank you for saying so. It's good talking with you again, Brian. Absolutely. So the narrative has been this. This office isn't needed. We don't really have an issue with voter fraud or election issues in the state of Florida. We ran smooth 2020 elections. Why is this office needed, and what's your objective here? I think uh, the word is accountability, and you have to look at it this way. Um, Our supervisors uh, around the state, as a general matter, do a great job in facilitating uh, the process of voting, uh, making it so our voters can cast their ballots timely and ballots get counted timely and accurately. the role of um, prevention and deterrence of uh, voter fraud of all kinds, whether it's in the registration process or in the voting process, is not particularly compatible with facilitation. And over the years, uh, while our supervisors from time to time do report uh, matters that are uh, untoward on uh, appearance-wise, and the Secretary of State's office has received uh, complaints about that. There hasn't been anybody to point to to say, uh, by gum, this is your job, and you go out and do it, and then report every year on what you've done. And so uh, it would be great if a report could be issued that said there were no problems, no fraud, no problems. Um, That's probably not going to happen. But having somebody required every year to tell the people of Florida how the elections uh, have gone forward with respect to the issue of fraud is a very good thing. Agreed. And I wanted to ask you specifically about what has been a ongoing frustration of mine dating back to the onset of December. The Public Interest Legal Foundation produced a report uh, just using public records information which demonstrated there were 156 cases of officially referred voter fraud, most commonly from supervisors of elections, that were sent to state attorneys that had done nothing with those cases. Um, subsequent to their report and trying to raise awareness of this issue and get answers, I've been working with the Public Interest Legal Foundation to, to try to get to that next step ever since. 
I can't get so much as any of the state attorneys involved with Broward, by the way, number one in terms of officially referred cases, Miami Day two. I think Palm Beach County is fourth. But none of the state attorneys will even talk to me about this. No responses from their office. It's just as though it, it doesn't even exist. Hillsborough, by the way, was not cooperative at all with uh, with the PILF and, and, and reporting to the state. Is is this an opportunity? Will the state be able to take a look at these officially referred cases and begin to get to the bottom of what may have happened there? I'm not familiar with the report yet. look forward to talking to the authors of, of the report. Um, but what you point out is a facet uh, of the issue of accountability. Uh, our state attorneys are independently elected. They're elected to exercise their discretion. Uh, but sometimes the exercise of this, that discretion is not very well known. I very much look forward to forging uh, good relations with state attorneys and presenting them good cases. I'm a, a former or repub- recovering prosecutor, uh, as you probably know, yes. and I think I know what, what it takes to put together a case and what a case should look like. Uh, I hope that in the near future that I will be presenting cases to all our state attorneys if it's if it's proper, if it's relevant, if it's needed, if it's ha- if it's happened, uh, the, the state attorney can look at it and say, yep, that's a good case. Let's go to a judge and get an arrest warrant. You bring up an excellent point. As part of the PILF's findings as to why cases were commonly not being followed up on, they observed that there are very few prosecutors in these positions that have any experience with these types of cases. And without that kind of experience and with other things they can focus on, they just do. And these often go ignored. Is that part of what you're able to you're saying you're able to do is provide that level of, of guidance and expertise that perhaps needs to be taught? Well, I hope uh, I can. But look, prosecutors, uh, you know, they they deal with uh uh, bloody knives and fingerprints and, and DNA reports and things like that, and they're very good at that. Uh, election fraud cases come to them, and it, and, and it may, to, uh, to a young prosecutor particularly, look like voodoo. Uh, so someone someone has to work with them to shake out what the element of the crime is and how the evidence that's presented satisfies the elements of a crime for the purposes of court. Because after all, a prosecutor should not file a case unless uh, there is evidence to support it. Um, and that's going to be uh, part of the job of this office uh, far beyond my term of service, well into the future, to help our prosecutors by presenting good cases. Uh, again, if there is fraud, uh, the best of all world would be there would be no fraud. But we know that um, the in a democratic society, at least the, the prize is is very great and that people will do things in the political process to seize control of government um, in in sometimes improper ways. You know, there were ballot boxes being stuffed uh, in the Rio Grande Valley, you know, during Lyndon Johnson's efforts to get elected to the, to the U S Senate. Richard Daly's situation in Chicago is well known people voting from the graveyard. You have to, you have to prevent and deter that sort of stuff. Uh, not just for its own purposes, but to help people have confidence in the system. If people don't have confidence in the democratic system, it's corrosive. Pete, one of the issues that's come up somewhat commonly in our state because of how many 
part-time residents we have, people who vote vote in multiple states. And the state of Florida is a member of ERIC, has been in, in recent years. I've had questions from listeners about how much of that is helpful, how much is being used as we compare our voter rolls to other states electronically, and also maybe the level of participation across the country. Is that a resource that is able to be utilized that, that's helpful here? Let's make that a topic for a future conversation uh, because I, I don't know the detail of the Eric reports yet. Uh, you got I'm, I'm new on this job by one day. But I can say that the uh, it's a good first step. Uh, the, the details of, of what they provide, again, with this idea of giving our prosecutors the tools to create the deterrent effect that arrests and prosecutions represent, um, we'll see if Eric is producing uh, that sort of thing, and, and I'll make that part of my first report to the legislature, which is due 1st of January. Excellent, and um, I'll make sure you have the uh, the PILF report um, yeah, real quickly. To me. Yeah, I'll, I'll shoot it yep. to you here in, in just the next few. I, I appreciate it, Peter. Thank you so much, and I look forward to the integrity that you'll bring to the state of Florida in our elections. A lot more confidence with you there. Yeah, talk to you soon. Appreciate the time. Thank you. And that is uh, Peter Ananachi. And, of course, he is the uh, new director, the Office of Election Crimes and Security. Of course, prior to that, the Broward Supervisor of Elections. We'll be right back here on the Brian Mudd Show. It's Radio 610 WIOD.